Welcome back. You know who it is. It's Adam. It's Matt. We're decaying with the boys, and we don't have a witty opening line this time. So anyway, Live Nation is trash. We all have relationships that formed our perspectives and fed our lives so they could grow to what they are now. Well, our friend over at Social Animals Podcast, Alex Hajar, takes a deep dive with his guests while they discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly anecdotes that we share with the people that we are the closest with. Every episode features a conversation between Alex and someone who is talented, entertaining, and compelling. You can catch new episodes of Social Animals Podcast on your favorite podcast platform with new episodes dropping every Wednesday. And make sure you check out Social Animals Podcast on social media by searching them out at Social Animals, all one word on Twitter, and at Social underscore Animals on Instagram. Just make sure you tell them the boys sent you. Adam, what's up? Not too much. Yeah? I'm here, freshly caffeinated. Feeling good. Feeling good. Happy Veterans Day to everybody. Yes. By the time you're listening to this, it's a Sunday and we've already gone past, but we are recording on Veterans Day and we love you. So thank you. So we are back up in this piece. We are trying to uh, catch our breath from what we've done uh, over the past weekend or so. So Adam, I think it's only right that we talk about what happened at Drink the Cookie Table. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had some fun. Yeah, I think it was a great time. Um, good job by uh, Fueled by Hops throwing that thing on there. It's, yeah, it's pretty good. I think it's pretty pretty uh, flawless, to be honest. Yeah, I didn't see anything happen except for the fact that uh, I spilled a bunch of water and ice everywhere behind our booth, and then it leaked out, and then Ryan had to come over and. <laughs> so, did we, so did we, but we just got there really early, so it was okay. <laughs> But it was way, way worser on the other side of the yeah. building from us. I don't know what was going on over there. No idea, man. And that was, it's funny too, because at some point somebody with a, a staff shirt came on and it came over and was like, we're never getting this venue back, man. There's just shit dripping everywhere. <laughs> During the cookie table was so hot. We were just dripping. Uh, but I, I'm going to talk about the, the double cross, the double, double cross that happened at drink cookie table. I'm going to talk about Go it. For it. So, I was going to keep it civil, but go ahead. That's fine, man, because we got to bring this to light. We got to settle this right now. So, I'm the of for Bash Brew, I was one of four people and I was the last one to show up because I don't know why. I'm just the last one to show up. And uh so it's it's Adam and Lori and our friend Elise and then then me. Yeah. And as the as Ben from Arboretum Trail walks by, I'm goes, "Yeah, he's got you." And you point at me and you point at Ben as to say, "I got you." So I ask you, what's the what's going on with that? Oh, he doesn't have any help, man. So you know we're gonna help him out. You offered me to him. That's not you offered me to let your honor, your honor, let me have my moment <laughs> to make my argument. You offered me verbal contract to Ben from Arboretum Trail. I did a good job because you know I'm a hard worker. And we were cracking jokes back and forth. I felt that at one point I did hurt your feelings because I was over there all night. Yeah, because when when I offered your services, it was like if he has to go take a piss or wants to go <laughs> and get a beer, and then you just hung out there the whole time. Yeah. Not only that, but I'm surprised you could even walk over there and like squeeze between the tables with the hard on you had. Yeah, it was as soon tough. As I offered you. It was like I did have a rock solid bone dog because I was like, oh man. I'm so valuable that I've been kicked off my own team and that's, given to somebody else. That's not what it was. I was just saying, like, if because at least was already behind the box, yeah. like she wasn't moving. Oh yeah, you, well that's the thing. I think the way that the whole thing was up, you were kind of locked in, regardless. So I was basically just saying, like, if you need help, mm -hmm. 
here's this guy. And I think at one point we thought Ben might have to run and get some equipment from his house. Yeah. Uh, for another brewery that forgot their yeah. shit. Uh, but he ended up being able to get it without leaving. So it was all that circumstance. It wasn't, okay. oh, take this fucking goofball for That's, both mm, sessions. Well, the way you pointed I mean, you should have just. I thought you were just going to Hulk Hogan <laughs> off your Bashbury shirt and have an Arboretum trail one underneath. He tried to find me one. The double cross. <laughs> he tried to find you one. But I'll say this. The reason why I felt that it, it worked out well is because, well, here's the thing. Bashbury is your thing, and I help. Ben has Arboretum Trail. That's his thing. I was going to help. I figured you guys would be able to go out and like network and talk to people. And that way, like Elise could handle the Bash Brewer thing with Lori. And Lori could also could do her thing too because she's in like girls and craft beer and all that right. stuff. So, like, everyone that like runs and operates can go do stuff. And then, like, myself and Elise, like the assistants, could run the tents or the the tables which i think worked out pretty well yeah i think session one i was barely behind my yeah you team. were out doing your thing and so was ben ben ran out and he was like talking to a bunch of people um so it worked out really well but the cool thing was at one point because we had aslan between us and at one point it was you and Lori running bash brew elise was running the tap for aslan and i was running the cans for arboretum <laughs> and people were coming up this like so this is like all one thing, and we didn't even talk to each other about it. We just both kept saying, "Yeah, these are ours." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we're like we all work at Bash Room. Like we also like we run parts of Aslan. We run parts of yeah, Arboretum. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it was like we had a, a full set of of properties and Monopoly at the beer fest. So this one guy came up and he's like, "So you, you're running all three of these places?" I was like, "Oh yeah, we're building houses and hotels any second now." Hell yeah, man! And you got to pay us luxury taxes and shit. You got to pay me double rent right now because I already got the set. <laughs> But anyway, aside from the debacle of help, assistance, and shifting around, I think it went really well. I do, too. Yeah. I have a question for you. Sure. So, it can be friends of the podcast or somebody new. Okay. What did you try that you liked the best at Cookie Oh, Table? wow. Um, so, there's a, a brewery called Foursquare. I think I'm saying that right. Foursquare. Four, yeah, about thank already. you. Foursquare. I apologize. Foursquare used to be that thing. You should check in and be like the, the fucking mayor of Quiznos or something. <laughs> sure was. Sure was. Yeah. Sorry. That's exactly what four score yeah. was. You're right. So four score, great place. They had a 15 percent stout that they had on tap. It was super smooth, super flavorful, and you could have lied to me and said it was seven percent. So like Ben came back and brought me a taster glass. I was like, it's like everyone's telling me it's you like got you guys were dating. It was pretty nice. We like put our arms around each other while we were drinking. But he's like, you got to go if you want to go go try it and go talk to the guy. So I go talk to him. I'm like, hey man is this really 15%? And he like got this huge smile on his face. He goes, actually, <laughs> it was tested. It's 15.3%. <laughs> but it was delicious. That and um, I thought 412 had a smoothie or a sour. Okay. The sour was really good. You almost took my beer I was going to talk about. Yeah, no, that was good. <laughs> and then um, not to be a homer, but on our side, you know, I had the lemon bar and I compared some other things. I thought the lemon bar was the the best sweet offering on our side. That got a lot of love. Like yeah. that got, we served more of it than the yeah. uh, pumpkin roll. Yeah. I also sampled a little bit more of it before we took it. Yeah. <laughs> so they probably ended up about tied. Probably. Um, but but I, yeah. I did have to keep drinking the lemon bar because the carb was not going well on that first keg oh, okay um it ended up fine yeah but. but yeah i would say like those were the ones i liked and i do beep the horn for bash i thought the lemon bar was the best on the best sweet offering on that side wow thanks yeah um what about you? my favorite I'm trying to think of one i oh one of my favorites that i'd never had before uh prototype had that coffee 
Stout or a porter? It was a porter. Yeah, and it was Spring Hill Jack coffee. Oh, my God. It was fucking awesome. So that was a new one that I've never had before, and they're out of Harrisburg yeah. now. So I got to hit the sen- center of the state again, apparently, because f- four score, of course, with a name like that. They're from Gettysburg. Hmm. Um, and then prototypes from Harrisburg. But as far as local, there was a great collab that I went back and had three or four times. <laughs> it was the uh, Chocolate Oblivion uh, by – it was Hop Farm – and 412 collab yeah. with a, I wish I remember the chocolatier's name, but uh, with a local chocolate shop. Yeah. And that that one was phenomenal. As well as the beer we featured last week from uh, Adjuration, the uh, oh, yeah. vanilla cookie was there. I had a couple of I actually those. didn't have any of those. Cause I did. I had like three cans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did have their... Uh, Purple Skittle one or Grape Skittle I didn't have that one. It tasted just like a Skittle. It was crazy. I went and got the vanilla cookie because I knew what it tasted like, and I was using that as like a safe zone. Like, oh, if I needed to reset my palate, I would use that 9%. (laughs) safe zone. I would use that like, okay, I'm reset. I'm back to good. I'll go try something else now. (laughs) So, Adam, real quick, man. um, We talked about Squid Games a couple episodes back, and – I'm just going to let you know right now. I was listening to your mom's house, and a really funny thing happened because uh, Tommy and Christina were talking about how they don't understand how Korean dramas are so funny. Or not funny, but like how they're good. Good, yeah. yeah. So they tried to call Bobby Lee at 2 p.m., and of course he was sleeping. When I just thought that was – it was funny because he ended up answering – he called him back. And he was just like talking about how like – you know, we, we wear our emotions because we were tortured by the Japanese. And, and then, of course, Tom's like, oh, yeah, because, you know, your dad told me. You guys just get boiled and stuff. He was telling you that story before you go to bed. I laughed so hard, I wanted to call you and tell, and ask you, if, did you listen to that? I did. I listened yeah. to it yesterday. When I <laughs> so I probably listened to it. I listened to it yesterday around 2.30. I think I was, I was doing dad chores. I was, like, raking leaves and stuff. And I – my neighbor thought I was a psychopath. I dropped whatever I had in my hands, and I was laughing so hard at the interaction between those two. But I also want to say that I feel like your mom's house and bad friends are stealing from us. Oh, because we talked about Squid Games first. We talked about it first. Because we have more free time. Yeah. So I, not, to go back to the your mom's house thing, I liked at the end where he was like, Tom said something about creams. <laughs> And Bobby Lee came back with, oh, don't worry. I'm sure you fat, ugly Peruvians will come up with something. <laughs> and Tom's like, okay, arigato. <laughs> that was a good episode. Well, then, I, you know, when I was taking a break then, I saw this new trend on TikTok and Instagram. It's the Insta Reels or whatever, where girls are going on there and they're saying like, oh, these are the five things that make guys really hot. And uh, there was one girl who was like, yeah, when he clips his nails. Ew. Yeah, I was like, so. Do you just mean he's ha- they're manicured, or you like to watch the action of him clipping his nails? I don't know what the fetish is, and I and I think it just means he has like does, manicured hands, which don't look at mine because I bite my do, nails. Well, also too, like, what kind of savage is going out there with like Guinness Book of World Record nails? Like, hey, what's up, boo? You want to hold hands? Like, she, he's like scratching the outside of her palm. I'll like, tell you what, I never dated a girl based on her fingernails. No, neither have I. I've dated girls on I know you ladies things. love to get your like the nails polished and stuff. And I do agree no. like they look nice, but it's never like in no. the top 10 things I notice first. I don't need it. <laughs> no. I don't nope. need it. I'd rather you have like 
a little bit of dirt or motor oil under them. That's I know, you, know? You, you know what you're doing. You can yeah. change a fucking oil filter. Some coffee grinds under there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be a barista. That's one. Hey, you know what my fetish is. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I was going to ask you, Adam, if that's the lowest standard they're putting out there, what, what do you think is your quote-unquote lowest standard that you'd have someone meet if you were back in the dating pool? Do you have one? Ooh, I don't know. And, it, um, and you can be real bougie too. Like they have to have a Mercedes. And that's, no, that's my no, lowest no, bar. No, no. So it's like the, the like the scummy. Like when well, you say all, lowest bar, what do you mean? When I say like I think that the lowest bar is like, oh, I want a guy who clips his nails. Like to me, that's so I, like bare minimum. Yeah, like or, or is it like the most bougie thing I need? I think the most basic thing because I think clipping your nails that should just be included. It's like when you buy a Ken doll, it comes with shorts. You don't have to buy sense of humor. Does that work? That works. I'd go with nice that. Nice like, teeth. Teeth. That's kind of huge. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. I think for me, as far as like low, like yeah. easily achievable. <laughs> I got one that I think it might not be fair because you can't change it if it's you. But if you have a really annoying laugh, I dated a girl once that had a yuck laugh, and it I couldn't do it. Man, now we just sound like an episode of Seinfeld. I don't like low talkers. <laughs> <or close talkers. laughs> yeah. Um, I guess it would have to like beer or be open yeah. to try beer. Yeah. If you're just closed minded to it, I don't see us getting along. Yeah. With the uh, with my day to day, I don't see us getting along. Adam's personality is ninety five percent beer, five percent metal music. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah, well, you gotta throw horror movies in there somewhere. Eighty nine percent junk food <laughs> beer, one percent horror movies. <laughs> So, Adam, speaking of your personality, uh, this is round one, and you have a beer, so we're going to put them together. Caught round one beers. What round do we have? Beers. So, I had the uh, super, uh, darn it, I'm losing words. It's, it's too okay. early in the morning. Privilege. Yeah. I had the privilege of uh, checking out Acclamation Brewing. Point on, of personal privilege? On a Tuesday night. When oh, they my were closed God. because there was a homebrew meeting there. Um, so, we got a uh, got to try everything on tap. I mean- we we paid them for yeah. to drink their beer because they opened for us, uh, but we got a tour of the facility and he let us do some mix. They always do mix match cans, so that's another one in Pittsburgh that'll let you mix and match Ooh, your nice. four packs. And they had quite. They probably had like eight cans. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, to pick from, um, I'll probably have one of theirs for us to try next week as well. Because I'm going. Good. They have a release on Sunday that I'm okay. going to grab. Um, but what I grabbed this week was their peach milkshake IPA. Um, funny story on why I picked this one is when they first opened, I believe last summer, summer of 2020 at some yeah. point I went and you know, it was their second week open or something. So th- anytime a brewery opens, like you got to give them time to like settle in, settle in, learn the equipment, learn the water profile. Cause Pittsburgh, know, Pittsburgh's water profile is pretty, all over the place. yeah, yeah. It, it changes weekly. So, um, went, went and tried everything and it, it was all above decent, but they had a strawberry milkshake IPA on Ooh, that yeah. was like, phenomenal. like one of the best milkshake IPA, like fruited milkshake IPAs I ever had. And I was like, whoa, you guys had this one rolling. I was like, was this like a homebrew homebrew beer you had left over? <laughs> you can tell me on the download. And they're like, nope, that was like one of the first things they made on their new system, and it was it's awesome. Brand new system, and yeah. they go mm, strawberry milkshake yeah. IPA. So when they had the peach version on, I had to try it. Nice, and it was good. So here we go. Oh, that didn't crack. I didn't get it on the mic. My hand <laughs> muted it. Paul muted that sucker. 
So while Adam's meaty paws take over that can, you, if you want to find what's going on with Acclamation, all you do is search them on all social media. They are very active, and they, uh, as you can tell, we're drinking a milkshake IPA. They do an array of different adjuncty beers, but they also do some traditional beers as well. So they're worth checking out, and uh, I believe they're open Wednesdays through Sundays. Wednesday through Sundays, yeah. and they're open pretty late on a Sunday, I believe, too. Um, yeah, did you already say where they're from? No, I did not. Verona, PA. Oh, Verona. So okay. you can do a little, uh, you make a day trip out of it, go see, uh, go hang out at Intergroove and then check out Acclamation or even cross the river a bit and hit um, Old Thunder, then Intergroove, oh, yeah. then uh, Acclamation if you're looking for a Saturday out. Mm, that is good. So bro. not only was it my meaty paw, but that can was filled to the brim. Yeah, that's what I say, I man. Appreciate. You and I almost got like three-fourth pints out of this. <laughs> Very good. So this thing is, it's incredible. So, you know, you're looking for that peach scent, that peach flavor, and this delivers. I mean, that's what you yeah. want. Yeah. Um, especially if you're going to put a good Georgia-style uh, mason jar with a with a split peach on there. This, this is delicious, man. What's this come in at? What's the ABV on this bad boy? I don't boy? know. See if it's on the camera. Yeah, so I'm looking. I think it was about six. It was I was going to say, it's not, it's not, it's nothing that's going to, like, burn me up. No. But... And I, I get like a ton. the The predominant flavor I get is the peach ring candy. Yes. Um, followed by vanilla, which is wonderful. I don't see an ABV on here, so they're just trying to get you sneaky drunk. No, nah, I want to say it was like low sixes. I want to say it, it's tasting like a low six. Yeah. I can try to look it up real quick. Okay. So, Phil, <clears throat> what we're gonna do here? <laughs> <laughs> so, Adam, while you're looking that up, I just have to let you know that. We haven't done a Bets of Doom for a while because I think it's because we had the whole like pumpkin flavored stuff buffet hanging over our heads. But I think we got to make a decision here and we got to knock out Bets of Doom. You have it? What's the ABV? 5.8. 5.8. I, I want to say go. this version might be six though. As I say, yeah. But yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. So, okay. So that's still a sipper though, man. Mm -hmm. It's delicious. So, Adam, while you're looking that up, I was introducing Bets of Doom because we haven't done it in a while. And we have Survivor Series coming up. Yay. I know. This and is I'm, the day after we just saw the incredible uh, full gear pay-per-view from AEW. Yes. Which you can just just chop out whichever one wasn't great. But, oh, my God, CM Punk versus yeah. Eddie Kingston. <laughs> oh, my God, Cowboy versus Omega. I oh can't believe God. it. But uh, here's the thing, man. WWE is kind of like sliding these pay-per-views in without not a lot of buildup. Which kind of makes them unpredictable. When's this even happening this year? Uh, November twenty still... second. Okay, that sounds yeah. about right. I was gonna say it's usually around Thanksgiving. Yeah, but for being one of its four, like they call it their pillar pay per views, they really didn't do much in the way of building this thing up. So I think because of that, we don't really know what's gonna happen here because no belts can really change hands in the matches that have already been confirmed. I only have four confirmed matches here, so I want to do bet to doom with you. And I'm that gonna sounds like a roaring pay per view. Yes, uh, and that's why I think we can kind of breeze through it pretty quickly here. Um, so, but I'm going to say though, hey man, loser has to do the Thanksgiving buffet of pumpkin stuff. Oh yeah, because we tied last time. We tied. Okay. Oh well, we have four matches here, so let's see if we tie again. I don't think we will. I think you and I have differing opinions on some of this stuff. I don't know. Yeah. So do you just don't give a fuck because that's where I'm at. Yeah, with this company, Thanks, Vince. I'm <laughs> I'm kind of over it. But Braun Breaker on a team. 
No, not yet. No, they don't care about that indie promotion anymore. So, first match we have here is Team Raw versus Team SmackDown in the men's competition. So, Team Raw consists of Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Rey Mysterio, and Bobby Lashley. With MVP, of course, Team SmackDowns, Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, King Woods, Sami Zayn, and Happy Corbin with Madcap Moss. Uh, so, of course, if, you don't, if you're new to wrestling because you're new to us or however this is working out for you, this is a five-on-five -five Survivor Series elimination match. So, all the while, there's tag going on. If you're pinned, you do not win the match. You just simply eliminate that person until one team takes another team completely. So, with that being said, and looking at these stacked teams, uh, one stacked more than the other, Adam, who are you taking? You know how much I liked Survivor Series as a kid when it was teams of four and they had like a theme and they gave themselves a team name? Yeah. And it was faces versus heels <laughs> instead of just a mix of everything on each team. Oh, when it was awesome? I am going um, based on individuals I like. I see Seth, the Damon Kang, Finn Balor, and Kevin Owens all on one team, so I'm going with Team Raw. Yeah, uh, this is where we're going to agree uh, heavily on this one, I think that Raw is too stacked unless... Um, unless Fox bitches. <laughs> yes. Well, then, too, I was saying if uh, Jeff Hardy brings back Willow, you never know, man. That mystical Willow. power. <laughs> what a shit character. I think uh, the women's Survivor Series is a little closer because I feel like they have uh, better lines here. So Team Raw is Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Queen Zelina taking on Damn right uh, she is. Team SmackDown, which consists of Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, Natalia, and Aaliyah in a 5-on-5 Survivor Series elimination match. So... You went first last time. Let me take this one. Sure. I am going to give this to Team SmackDown. Well, yeah, we're not differing too much. Ah, right? shit. So uh, <laughs> I think that it's going to come down to if they they should do this the right way, and it should come down to Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair with Sasha Banks. So Bianca Belair loses again. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, it'll be. That poor woman. I know. And then, of course, Sasha Banks is going to go over on Bianca. Unfortunately, but I just think that's uh, where you're where you're seeing it go. Yeah, I'm going with the same, but not for as much reason as you are. It's because Raw is winning the men's match, so SmackDown, Fox, since they're on different networks, is going to want to win one of the matches, and this is where it goes. Now, I think on this next one, you and I are going to differ. I really believe this because well, I will see about that. I mean, I like to believe so. I mean, I'm going first, so you can make us differ if you want. I can for sure. Uh, so we have uh, Becky Lynch bringing in the Raw Women's Championship, taking on Charlotte Flair bringing in this, the SmackDown Women's Championship in a champion versus champion singles match where no belts can take uh, can change places. Um, so you're going first, right? Yes. Okay, who you got? I'm going with the man, the mom, the man mom, Becky yeah. Lynch. Uh, so you're right. This is where we differ okay. because at this point, I think Charlotte Flair has been shoved down our throats so far that she's the – to them, to them – WD Creative, Flair is the only female wrestler that matters right now. And they are going to protect her at all costs. She has heat with everybody. They don't want her to leave. If she leaves... and she... I want her to leave. Well, yeah. Let her leave. But I'm saying they don't want her to leave because you put I'd her... rather watch Nia Jax again. No, you wouldn't. Over Charlotte Flair? No. Over, over a single Charlotte Flair promo? If I could hear Nia Jax say my hole one more time, I think... She'll never be able... That's not even PG. <laughs> so I, I'm going to go with Flair, and I think it's because... You know that's the hardest part of the ring. She hit her hole on it. That's right, it is. And you could tell that impact was brutal. 
but yeah, I'm going to take Flair. And, I, and for, the, for those reasons, man, I think they can't stop shoving Flair down our throats. Um, and I think, too, they, they're going to try to satisfy her to keep her around. Because if somehow she left and she went to like an AEW or an Impact or even like if you did like that indie circuit where it's like MLW and like PWE and all that stuff, she would take over. She would command all of the... Could you imagine her getting inserted into the already blossoming AEW women's roster? Next level. Because for as much as I don't like her, she's really great in the ring. Her mic skills are lacking, but she's good in the ring, man. Her her and uh, Hikaru Shida. So she doesn't throw that big boot. That's true. Oh, God, man. <laughs> the phantom boot. So, Adam, we're moving on to the last match that we have confirmed here, and that's Big E bringing the WWE Championship going against Roman Reigns, the Universal Champion, with Paul Heyman. And, of course, with Paul Heyman, you're also going to have the Usos. This is another champion versus champion singles match because this is where the blue brand and the red brand collide. <laughs> Just like in every other match. Just like in but every that's pay-per-view. WWE is definitely going to nah. sell it that way. Because Roman Reigns has never been on Raw. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Especially not since the draft. So, I believe that I'm first on this one. Go right ahead. We're going to agree. Yeah, it's going to be Roman Reigns. Yep. Um, because, again. Because he's Roman Reigns. He's Roman Reigns. Uh, it, but I wouldn't be surprised if Big E won, only because it can't. The titles can't change hands, and Brock Lesnar is waiting in the wing somewhere. I mean, he's. Uh, so he's yeah, I could see Big suspended. E winning by. Yeah. Shady. You know, it'd be kind of cool. Here, it'd be kind of cool. The only time I'm ever going to ask for a multi man match. Is it somehow Brock Lesnar forces his way into a triple threat match with these two? But what? I mean, because it's WWE. It's WWE. They but don't, he wouldn't they don't give care. a shit. He can't win either of the belts. Though. That's fine. He wants to hurt people. He can win Paul Heyman. Oh boy, what a prize! I take Paul Heyman. It was if Paul Heyman was like my cool uncle that like, let me smoke cigarettes when I was fourteen. I would really enjoy that life. I wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating crackers. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we do differ on one match here, buddy. So hopefully, uh, <laughs> I know. So it really comes down to that women's championship to see who's going to eat a bunch well, of pumpkins. Maybe stuff. we'll maybe we'll update next week if there's some more matches announced, and we can pick those as well. Yeah, maybe we'll see about if, that if anything's announced, just to make it a little more uh, interesting. I don't think I'm not going to hold my breath on that one. I think they're going to be. Kind of because all your top players are in these four matches. Here comes Braun Breaker. Oh, God. Where's Shinsuke Nakamura? What's he up to? I, Him and Cesaro are just like traipsing around trying to be relevant. I think Cesaro's in like uh, NXT UK right now. That's right. He did go over there because he, he, uh, he fought Walter. Yeah. Which was a great match. Maybe bring them on for a match. Throw them on. I match. would watch that. Make that's, that the main that's event. That's way too creative. Make it the main event. Dude, Wal- Walter. Is such a stiff competitor, but he has the ability to sell because he, he he's like a in, like, in video games he's like a bullet sponge. As you and you're just like trying and trying and trying, and all of a sudden finally start selling what you're doing. He's the training range. Yeah. Oh man, I'd love to see that. Make it happen, but they won't. Walter. So from Buckle to Bell, the boys bring you the best combat news in the biz. So we go back to Survivor Series here, and we talked about the lackluster build up here. Uh, to announce the teams so usually if you remember this and you said this earlier as kids we watched all these qualifier matches and like backstabbing and inner team turmoil and all these things were going on and i was waiting for it because that's what i like about survivor series not even the survivor series match itself but all the build up like the weeks 
WWE just launched the teams on Twitter at 3 p.m. on a Saturday. My favorite team ever, and I can't remember the fourth member right yeah. now, but there was a team when we were kids. Nexus. Hacksaw, Jim Duggan. <laughs> no, when we were kids. I am a kid. Nexus is, Nexus is when I stopped watching WWE the first time. The second time is coming up real soon. Um, <laughs> it was Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, and teamed with Demolition, and then there was a fourth guy. But it was like gimmick on top of gimmick yeah. for Duggan. So Duggan had just won King of the Ring. Or beat somebody for the crown or whatever. <laughs> so he had the crown gimmick going. He had a the USA Patriot gimmick going on. And then he also took on Demolition's, like, dominatrix gear gimmick. I loved it. It was fucking insane. Yes. His 2 by 4 had a crown on it. He had a crown on. He had the gimp mask on. <laughs> it was the insanest Hacksaw Jim Duggan I've ever seen. He did all the cocaine before that pay-per-view. <laughs> and it was phenomenal. Remember, do you remember Hacksaw Jim Duggan 2.0, Eugene? That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> remember when Remember when Hacksaw Jim Duggan went to WCW and found a title in the trash? He claimed himself <laughs> champion. Smart. They made him a school janitor in WCW. I can't believe that. It's, I think WCW bought talent out from WWE just to emasculate them. I mean, well, then too, it was the same way. WWF did that in the early '90s with everybody yeah. from other territories, like bringing Dusty Rhodes and putting him in polka dots, and yeah, making him do gyrations, making and stuff uh, and... Bray Wyatt's dad a fucking tax man. Like, yeah, who wants to f- fucking accountant? Like, get the fuck out of here. I mean, you're kind of. Okay. I'm an accountant. I'm not fucking fighting. Not in this gimmick. <laughs> I'll come in as the brewer, baby. Yeah, that's way better. Adam the Bridge Bash Line, a.k.a. the brewer. I'm a jobber for sure. <laughs> oh, dude, likewise. We would definitely be a jobber team. We'd be like the we'd be like the um, the Headbangers 2.0. I'd be like Sandman 2.0, but when I go to bash the beer can on my head, I just knock myself out. <laughs> it's, a, it's, then, a, it's an instant count out. And then it's always, well, it turns, every time it turns into a handicap match, we both come down to the ring, you knock yourself out, I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> So speaking of weird occurrences here, uh, known douchebag of the show, Jake Paul, was rumored again <laughs> to have played foul in his boxing career. However, this time it's over his contract negotiations. So we all know who Dylan Dennis is. He is the training partner of Conor McGregor. He made claims that Paul had a no knockout clause in his contract presented Tyrone Woodley. Uh, so, and this claim was reinforced. If you, if you looked at the highlights of the fight, because I didn't watch the fight, I watched the highlights of the fight. At one point, Woodley did have uh, Paul against the ropes in round four, really knocked his socks out, didn't go in for the kill. Much like you would know Tyron Woodley to do because of all the training and the experience with MMA, you know when you have him on the ropes, you have to finish or you can't let them catch their breath. You know, death before decision. Um, But Paul is vehemently refuting these claims and he states that he believes it's just a bunch of losers uh, making statements to get their names into the news and to get clout. I mean, we're talking about him right now, but for me, it wouldn't even it wouldn't even surprise me at all if there was a no knockout clause in his contracts. It wouldn't surprise me, but that sounds so ridiculous. Like, I yeah. I mean, you are paying people a ridiculous amount of money to go in there and I guess try to win by decision then, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and I mean, they're trying to get their name in the news, and it's just us reporting it. It's not like the New York Post. Yeah, a is great this. skilled vetted organization like the New York, New York Post. Yeah, that is allegedly. Yeah. They, the allegations of the New York Post, they usually get confirmed. So the New York Post does a good job. We're just trying. Yeah. <laughs> Jake Paul loves the New York Post. He does. He does. So now with this drama seemingly behind him, because Paul even said, like, hey, it's illegal if I would say that. It's 
fixing a boxing match. But what he doesn't understand is if you put it in a contract, someone signs it, it's not fixing it's, a match. Yeah, it's not illegal. And it's, yeah. No, it's just basically it's, turning it into an exhibition. Yeah, it's a notarized document that everyone signs off and on. And what, I mean, what fighting body were they under anyway? Well, they had, was they were, WBF covering that shit? I think so. I mean, I know some of their titles were there. So yeah. they were covering other matches, but I don't. Does that count as a pro match for either of those men? Well, it's going on their pro record. WBF is counting it. I don't know. I hate boxing. <laughs> Me too. It's and I hate the Paul brothers. Very much so. Uh, but we could see a collision course with Conor McGregor because now Jake Paul is focusing on his next bout with Tommy Fury, but says that a bout with the Notorious One is 36 to 48 months away. What a time frame. He's talking in prison nice. sentencing, by yeah. the way. Yeah. The New York Post also prints... In months, not years. Much like sentencing guidelines. Months. So it's good to see Jake Paul's kind of like focusing more on like an editorial approach to this. So like 36 to 48 months. Um, I will say there's a better chance that one of those two gentlemen are in jail in 36 to 48 months than them boxing. Each oh, yeah. Time. It's a race to the, to the Iron Curtain for sure. Yeah. But I would say, too, the one thing that Jake Paul left the interview with and our source is TalkSport. He said that uh, Conor McGregor's washed up and that I don't have a message for Conor. The guy's a mess. So, like I said, he needs me more than I need him, which I kind of agree with. I want to take back my bet. I don't mean in jail. On yeah. trial. Because they'll get off. Cause they have oh, yeah, it's true. It's too much money. Yeah. Or they'll settle, depending yeah. on what they're charged with. So, speaking of Paul, the undercard for the next bout is taking shape of a little bit of that thriller shit making its way back into the fold. Woo. So, ex-NFLer Frank Gore is set to fight ex-NBA baller Darren Williams. Now... Or Duran, my saying Darren. No idea. Don't know who he is. I'll go with Darren. I know Frank Gore. I do not know. I do know Frank Gore. So uh, they are making their pro boxing debuts. They will square off at 215 pounds like for that. four rounds. Yeah, two big boys going after it. Um, but that, I swear to God, though, man, Williams had to put on some weight because he was hanging around like 185 during his basketball career. He was always pretty big. But uh, – I digress. Both these guys are no strangers to combat sports. Uh, Frank Gore has been training in boxing for years. He's also a complete freak of nature. Like, he just retired, but he's jacked. He, and he was a running back for a lot longer than most other most running, running backs. backs. Yeah. He's like that anomaly outlier that lasts for way too long. Yeah. Um, and then Williams is also a part owner of Fortis MMA Gym in Dallas, and he's been an active student of mixed martial arts for several years. Oh, you own it. It's... Well, he says he, he's – I mean, if you own it, I'm sure you'd like to participate in it as well. Yeah, I'm sure. But it's yeah. like you're taking the super easy class and getting a fucking green belt because you own it. <laughs> well, it's like – I'd go with Frank Gore actually training boxing for years. That's true. and Not also, owning the boxing gym over – Yeah. Well, also, too, Williams, Frank Gore just oh, yeah. being a specimen. Yeah. He's – Huge. Yeah, I'm picking Gore in this for yeah, sure. Yeah, I would take Gore for sure. Though the other part of the undercard is forming, and this is actually it's actually looking pretty nice. Uh, Amanda Serrano is taking is returning to the card. Apparently, she liked her payday that she got from the previous card, which is good for her. Good. Taking on Miriam Gutierrez. Uh, I believe this will be for the strap that Serrano is carrying. And also, Anthony Taylor, who's a teammate of Jake Paul in his training gym, is taking on uh, Chris Avila who's the protege of Nate Diaz. So that might be a precursor to Could something be. down the road. That's what I want to see. Yeah, Nate, me too. Nate in there. <laughs> um, I don't – I mean, it, the the second fight had me laughing because, yeah, you're definitely going to grow up to be a boxer if you're named Miriam. That yes. Sucks. You got to defend yourself at all times. 
<laughs> All right, so we are going to take a break for some ads. Uh, and- What's up, Grandma? <laughs> Do you have any of those cookies in a tin that doesn't have any tin cookie? Like, it's, you just open it, it's all a bunch of sewing stuff. Oh, I wanted a shortbread cookie. <laughs> it's just filled with those strawberry hard candies with the jelly middle. Nobody likes the cough syrup candies. Do you remember... Real quick, do you remember the tricky, tricky candy? It looked like orange, like, uh, like candy drops. Like they were, it looked like they were tied up in orange cellophane, and you're like, "Oh, those will be really juicy," and they ended up being like orange butter scotch. Cra- oh no, man, I don't remember those. My grandmother had those all over the house. Sounds like a horseshit of a trick. It it is, especially as a kid. Well, before you're three, you don't form memories. As a two year old, I'd just walk up to him like, mm, "Piece of candy." <laughs> Two seconds later, like a goldfish. Ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> Surprised you're still alive. Yeah, well. It's kind of the same thing you did with Arboretum. Ooh, Arboretum. I'll just stay here all day. Worked out. Yeah, I guess. I thought we settled this. Anyway, we're going to go into <laughs> some ads. Uh, if you support them, you support us. And when you support us, we get to bring you some pretty cool stuff. So we will see you guys on the other side. Arboretum. Welcome back. Just so you know, if you check out our sponsors, you do support us. And when you support us, we get to bring you some pretty cool stuff. And just so you know, Adam, I was out there doing a little bit of networking, too. Yeah? Getting getting new sweaters with elbow patches? Absolutely. And the only reason I can buy those sweaters with elbow patches is because I'm making the connections with people. Because people actually want to come on our podcast. And we have Uh. some pretty cool guests that we're going to line up here. And we only get to do that because you guys support us. So as long as you guys keep supporting us. And you're... It's free. Then they'll make fun of what you're wearing. Yeah, it's yeah. free. It's free. Just go ahead and rate it, subscribe, and do all those things. And then we get to do cool stuff because then people think that we actually know what we're doing. Yeah. So Listen to it. Play it in the background. I don't care. Yeah, it's, that's fine. That's fine. That's what I do. We might make you laugh. Oh, we'll definitely make you laugh. That's going to happen. But uh, speaking of our fans, I threw it out to our listeners on all of our social media. And I asked you guys very simply because I had to have beer for breakfast after drinking the cookie table because I was hungover. And we're kind of having beer for breakfast today. We certainly are. So when I ask you guys beer for breakfast, here's the thing. I know who we make these shows for. It's not a mystery to me. It's not a mystery to Adam. If you like us, you like a few things, and beer is one of them. So, yeah, we posted the question. I already kind of knew the answer. So 4% of you guys said no. we got to wait till lunch. And 96% of our listeners said Kegs and eggs for life. <laughs> I couldn't date 4%. Going back to the first segment, I can't date 4% of our listeners. <laughs> 4% of you guys are not going to be able to cross the bridge. Okay? <laughs> it's not happening. Just so you know, kegs and eggs is one of the, my favorite things I've ever done. It's I, If I can do it, I do it for sure. Uh, it used to be keg, steak, and eggs, but I can't eat red meat, red meat anymore. So it's just oh, kegs and eggs. That just goes so well with your elbow patches. It does. Just hipster, pa- hipster. Plant hipster. life, baby. Plant life. It's okay. Oh I'm going to outlive you by a whole year because yep. I cut red meat out. And you're six months younger than me. <laughs> so you're living an extra six months. Hell yeah. So uh, do you – kegs and eggs, is that something for you too? Oh, absolutely. Uh, actually, when I lived in D.C., I don't think they do it anymore, but the local rock station down there used to do a kegs and eggs concert on St. Patrick's Day every year. Uh, so the the one venue down there, I think it was the 930 Club, uh, would open up at, I think, 9 a.m., if not earlier. Yeah. Uh, booze was a had and had a great time. One year, uh, the two music artists I remember being there, like they had a bunch of local stuff, opened it up. 
Um, and, but one year they got the Dropkick Murphys. And oh, nice. another year they got Andrew WK. So, That's cool. Uh, yeah, it was phenomenal. Call off work because oh, it was the best. I think both times I went was a weekday. Nice. So call off work, <laughs> go get drunk. That. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, the the one kegs and eggs thing that I remember is when I when I first met my wife, uh, she would work shifts at a hospital. So there were some times where I, I'd stay like the whole weekend at her house, and she'd already be gone by the time I was going to start driving home. And I remember being woken up by one of her roommate's boyfriends. He was, he like had a shot of Jameson and he was under my nose, like smelling salts. And I was like, cause it was, it was St. Patrick's day on a Sunday, I think, which, and I was like, what the fuck is that? And he's Lord's like, day. yeah, he's like, come on, buddy. Kegs and eggs. Let's go. And I was like, what time is he? Goes, he's like, it's 6 a.m. It's like, it's 6 a.m. And he's like, yeah, man, we're going to drink and we're going to cook breakfast and we're going to go down to the, the parade. And I was like, oh man, I have to go home. I have a bunch of shit to do. He's like, no, you don't. Not today. He just put the he put the shot glass up to my mouth and made like like the airplane. Yeah. Here comes the choo choo. Here it comes choo choo choo. <laughs> by the time I knew it, six a.m. I had Shaw Jameson in my tum tum, and then by six forty-five, I already had two Irish Reds, a, a, a mixed Jameson something or other. I'd ate I'd eaten a Did whole some plate of, somewhere. Whole plate of eggs. There you go. Because his uh, his girlfriend was cooking on the grill at six a.m. Yeah, at six a, and oh, she had a, marry that woman. Oh yeah, and he did smart move on his part. <laughs> she had the whole platter thing out, and she was like flipping sausages and eggs and stuff. Damn. Yeah, she was out there killing it, and uh, I had a belly full. And then we went down to the parade. I don't know how I got there. I don't think I've ever started drinking at six a.m. I went to a lot of West Virginia I've football games. So con- I've been drinking at five. I've continued drinking from the night before. Oh yeah, hair into dog. the next morning. Yeah, dude, the one bachelor party we went to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I woke up the next day. Yeah. I went to bed when the sun came up yeah. <laughs> and then woke up feeling cracked out of my mind. Yeah. And at IHOP. So much With my shirt on inside out. Yeah. And your yeah. mom was there, right? She came and picked me up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I couldn't drive home. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to hang out with us, we still, there's, there's still, for as old as we are, we still have one good day to night in us where we'll do kegs and eggs. So if you want to hang out with us, like, we should do it sometime. It'd be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. Start, start like a party at like eight or nine at night and just go through the whole thing. And then the next day, like do kegs and eggs. Yeah. Let's fucking do that. Let's do that. All right. Let's think about that. So March is coming. We are in round two. Adam, you brought a beer. So let's put it together. Caught round two beers. I was only a little bit behind that time. That's okay. So what you got? Oh, I got this. I got another one from Acclamation. Yeah, you did. But oh, what do you got there? Oh, my boss from Arboretum. Oh, Jesus, here we uh, go. He gave me a beer. Here so. we go. Yep. What? Just keep fluffing. That's fine. He makes no, great I beer. No, I said my friend from he Arboretum. I heard boss. Did you? <laughs> I heard boss. Did I say boss? Maybe because his name's Ben. You're getting that. Ben Boss. Friend of the podcast. Ben is my boss. Boss, boss of you. Boss Ben. Yeah. Um. Well, anyway, Ben gave me a beer, and it's uh, it's one of the collabs he brought to drink the cookie table. And because I worked really hard for him that day, he gave me a few beers, and I wanted to make sure that I featured one. So this is uh, this is his Leonidas's Sweet Tooth, and it is a collaboration between, of course, Arboretum Trail and Pastries a la Carte. It's an American Imperial Stout, and it's made with orange peel, nutmeg, and honey. And it also has these... Uh, Greek Phoenica cookies in them as well. I do have to say his labels are better than mine. Well, 
I mean, I don't have labels. I was going to say, you don't have, uh, I do have <laughs> no, some. Yeah, you do. No, no, I you just do. make them out of our signs. Yeah, but yours, your labels are cool as shit, though. I mean, my the signs are cool. The yeah, artwork is dope. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I don't do anything for that. I just, I just use all my wife's yeah. uh, talent and send them off for. I think what he does is he's like, the cookie's in that. So it's like multiple prints of the cookies. He dude. has a guy that does his artwork who does some phenomenal stuff, yeah, too. It's pretty cool. Including this can. I mean, this can's pretty cool, but I've seen like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome ones. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and talk while I prep prep this up uh if you if you want to get a hold of our freedom show check them out on all the social medias is that how you do it yeah i'm trying close. to be matt today <laughs> but yeah i mean i've had some great stuff from ben ben was a uh homebrew that just went pro over the last year um so good friend of the podcast we just kid about him well matt might be working for him we don't kid about that but we'll he, fi- didn't, he didn't steal matt away matt went willingly <laughs> We'll find out. We'll find a neck on the next beer competition <laughs> when we show up. And you're like, "Hey, where's your Bass Brew shirt?" I'm like, "Oh, I left that in the car." <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill you. So this bad boy is coming at nine point eight percent, and it is a uh, imperial double pastry. I took stout. a big old pour of it. I didn't realize it was that high. That's okay. You live here. <laughs> that's why. That's how I got so ripped up at Cookie Table. I yeah, drank man. quite a few of these. Well, that's a thing too, man. Like a lot of these beers are sneaky because when you take your first sip out of this thing, it doesn't come across. There's a little bit of booziness. A little bit of booziness. But you really get the flavor of the nutmeg. I, and I was telling people, too, like, the nutmeg is very forward, and it gives you a roastiness, but there's no coffee in it. So it's... it's well, it's, yeah. is it, it's a stout, too, right? Yeah, it's a stout. So some there's probably roasted barley in it, too, which kind of gives you that coffee. Yeah. I don't know his recipe, but I'm assuming there's probably right. some roasted barley in it. And there's just enough sweetness in there. But the, the nutmeg peel. does yeah. push that roastiness. For sure. The honey's nice. I like Yeah. That. He does honey well. He does honey in quite a few of his beers, and they're yeah. all delicious. Yeah, it, it was a good beer, and people tend people really like this one. He had another one too. It was a raspberry, which I brought you a can just in case you wanted one for your collection. So I brought you a can of the raspberry uh, porter. You made. I won't not drink it. Okay. Well, it's uh, wait that he didn't have a cookie table. No, he had it at cookie table. Uh, I just made sure I brought you a can. You said it was a porter. Yeah. Was it a porter? Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> there are parts I do not remember of Saturday. Well. D- Dude, that whole event was... I wish we could have an event like that every month. Just like a beer fest like that. It was so much fun. Yeah. But, Adam, we are in round two, and we have a tasty beer that we get to snack on here while we're trying to traverse through the second half of this show. So, And we both know... It's get, we're already in mid-October. Today is the 11th, uh, October, November. We're already done with October. So it's already mid-November, and Thanksgiving is around the corner. We also know it comes with that. It's the big turkey day. There's leftovers. And a couple turkey sandwiches and turkey soup are good for a day or two, but that shit gets old quick. You know you'll have that holiday hangover and, well, an actual hangover. It's definitely an actual hangover. you got to spend time with your family. Exactly. So you're going to have to hit that drive through to grab a delicious fried treat to carry you through until you have to make that Xmas ham in a few weeks, which that lasts forever, too. The lies I have to tell to my mom every, not so much Thanksgiving, oh, yeah. but Christmas, I'll get over there and just start drinking gin with my dad. <laughs> she'll be like, this is the only time of year you drink gin. Why is that? And I'm just be like, oh, Christmas spirit. Yeah. It's like, oh, because the aunts and uncles. <laughs> yeah. Because everybody else is asking me where, <laughs> where this is. How's this going? Like, listen, my whole, my life is available 365. Don't save it for one day. <laughs> Remember when you asked me five years ago? Copy paste. Yeah, boom, 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 <laughs> boom. Nothing's boom, boom. changing. I'm just rotting slowly. <laughs> Maybe next year my knee will go out. Well, we'll have something to talk about. 
<laughs> Tore my MCL. Is that cool for you? Is that what you wanted to, to hear? I'm starting to not like Thanksgiving already, too. <sighs> I hate the pressure of the holidays. I hate that everyone hinges the entire existence of their year on just the holiday season. If they don't have a good Thanksgiving and Christmas, the whole year for them was shit. And it's such an easy makeup. Yeah. Like, just get blackout drunk on New Year's That's and it. start over. Yeah. Reset. <laughs> Click. For as much as I don't like Christmas, I love I New do Year's. love New Year's. I don't go out and do all that bougie bullshit. No, I stay I invite, in the house. I invite everybody I know to yeah. the house. If they come over, that's fine. If they don't, that's fine. Yeah. I'm getting the same amount of drunk either yep. way. Um, <laughs> it just depends if I have good food to eat that we make for everybody or if I'm just ordering a pizza. <laughs> Domino's, what's up? Right, exactly. <laughs> so because of all that, Adam, I want to challenge you to the Mount Rushmore of fast food treats. So whether it be a square burger from Wendy's or an apple pie from McDonald's, we got to get the people a list of what to snag when they have the turkey blues. The first sandwich is the <laughs> turkey sandwich from Subway. Oh, dear God. So actually that Pilgrim from get-go is pretty dope man that is real dope. like that they have like they have stuffing bread now too <laughs> there's that and there's the uh gobblerita from yeah. max i gotta hit them both at some point it, it is now november so we can do that certainly so adam we uh we do have some new listeners so if you guys don't know how we do this it is a mount rushmore it is a, a snake draft we go from our first pick to our fourth pick, and if someone takes your pick, you have to have a backup plan. So there's A's, B's, C's, and D's here. And then by the time we get done with having eight delicious treats in the pipe, we are going to pick four that ultimately take, o- take home the gold that we were going to tell you to go get whenever you're sick and tired of eating your mom's dried fucking turkey. This will be interesting because I instantly hit a lane on my four yeah. and like didn't swerve out of it. Like I didn't do a big – I just like went with what I what I like and didn't think of like – I did too. Which, I do have a, a question. Okay. So, two questions, actually, sure. for clarification. So, do these have to be, like, chain fast food, like, nationwide? Well, no, they can be, like... They can be our region? Yeah, because, I, I full disclosure, I didn't pick In-N-Out, because I'm not I've there. I've never had it. I've had Whataburger, but I've, I've had Whataburger. I've yet to have In-N-Out. I, same. So, I'm not picking any In-N-Out, because, yeah, no, I mean, it could be regional, it could be... Whatever, mom, I think mom, most mine are national anyway, but I was just yeah. wondering. Second question? Uh, can it be a discontinued item that we liked from some other point in our lifetime? If you feel that like you can fight for it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I guess an easy uh, attack on the item is, well, where's, where's it been lately? Yeah. <laughs> like the NBA. What, right. what have you done for me lately? I think I only have like two of those on my list, but I was just checking. Two, two of how many? One. How many do you have on your list? I actually only have like 10 things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm riding very thin. I have five. Wow. Yes. I'm Ooh. confident that the things that I'm picking, you're not going to pick. I hope I rip the shit off of your first one. Oh, God. Well, I have first pick. And I hope I hope you say one that yeah. I have a great insult for, but I'll say it to you. Okay. Uh, I'll save that. I have, I'm starting it off because it's my turn. And I'm going to go with the spicy chicken sandwich from Chick fil A. Oh, my God. You're walking right into my shit right at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to go with that sandwich because, uh, I will say that I, I had it the first time when I was out doing my day job, mm-hmm. and I was really, really hungry. And at the, and it's been two years now since I've had red meat, really. So I stopped in there, and the and my partner was like, "You got to get this fucking sandwich, man!" And as soon as I got it, it came out. It was like the size of a Nerf football. Do you get the deluxe one with the yes. pepper cheese on it? Absolutely. Is there another way they make it? Because I don't even know. They just do it without the cheese. Yeah. Lame. Yeah. Who does that? Get a lettuce wrap. 
I mean, Chick-fil-A does it without cheese on some of their sandwiches. Well, they put f- the full power of Jesus in all their sandwiches. So, <laughs> Funny you say that. You ready for my pick? Yup. I have now just shifted something different into the number one selection. My spicy chicken sandwich of choice, because it's not homophobic. I like my chicken non-homophobic. Well, okay, whatever. Non-denominational. The Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich. Oh, yes. What a great one. Was not my number one. That was probably my two or three. But since you went chicken sandwich first round, so will I. That's such a good. You actually got me my first one. Yeah, didn't I? Yeah. Well, Lori grabbed them for both of us. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you want to eat? Oh, the, And you just like the way you made eye contact with me. You're like, have you had this Popeye's chicken sandwich? Uh, no, because there's not, there's not one around me. Right. You didn't even give me a chance to say I want one. You just turned it like you do. <laughs> Dude, it's much akin to the Chick-fil-A uh, homophobic sandwich that I like so much. Huge. Just just gigantic. And the way they put I think the- it's a tad racist, too. I think it's racist and homophobic. It is. Yeah. It's there. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, that's Liberty cool. University. Psh. There you go. But who cares? The food's delicious. Go on vacation with your wife and your pole boy. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, that dude's a freak. He's crazy. <laughs> Homosexuality's bad, but watch what I do. <laughs> I can fly. <laughs> Look it. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> oh, my God. Of course, you picked homophobic chicken for your first. You picked racist chicken for yours. No, I did not. There was nothing racist about Popeye's. Oh, I'm sure. Come on, man. Can we just agree on one thing? All fast food chains are racist and shitty to people. Yeah, but some are worse than others like Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is more racist Agreed. and more homophobic than any other one. Well, speaking of uh, being xenophobic, my next pick. <laughs> America Burger? <laughs> yup. Freedom fries. No, I, uh, I'm i going. I'm thinking outside the bun. Oh, you son of a bitch. I'm going Don't with you take mine? the Gordita. Oh, it's close. It was not what the I The Gordita from, from Taco Bell is such a delicious little treat. And because of my diet restrictions, you can actually have your Gorditas made with chicken. So I get mine with chicken and I get the little bit extra sour cream and you better give me an extra bean burrito. It's like a whole thing I have in my brain. Their bean burritos are tight. Fire. Uh, And they're like a dollar. Yeah. So I go to, not Chick-fil-A, I do go there too, but I go to Taco Bell and I will get the, it's like a number six. It's two gorditas, soft-shelled taco, give me an extra bean burrito with that, was that Sierra Mist? All day, no. man. Baja Blast, you amateur. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying what's the Taco Bell specific one. Yeah, no, 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 no. I know that. And I get Baja Blast when I'm not drunk. Okay. When I'm drunk, I want the Sierra Mist because it, yes, it, it acts like Sprite. Yes. Pepsi products, it's yeah. Sierra Mist, not Sprite. Yeah. So so that's my second round pick, Gordita from Taco Bell. I'm not going to fall into your trip tr- tricks and move my uh, Taco Bell up. I'm going with what was my number one. So for everybody listening, this is my ultimate because it's something that almost every fast food place has. It's French fries. But who has the best French fries? The Arby's Curly Fry. Oh, you mother. My number two. I thought you were going to just sell out and say French fries. No, 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 no. Very specific. The very best. So the the, cur- the curly boys, the curly boys. They just came out with uh, crinkle cut ones, and so, I don't know why the hell they do that. I'm sure they're good. They're but. so good. They're so good. How do you beat their curlies though? And I just saw that uh, some distillery just announced they're doing curly fry and crinkle cut fry vodka, <laughs> Arby's vodka. 
Why though? Can I get horsey sauce? Just I, get... An, I saw it everywhere yesterday. I want to get a horsey sauce stout. <laughs> Dude, I'd be down for that. I love horsey sauce. I do too. It would taste like garbage, but I'd drink like five of them. You know what I actually get from and Arby's? Deal with the heartburn. When I'm in a pinch, their Rubens are the really Rubens good. are really good for fast food. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The chicken bacon Swiss is one of my more favorite chicken sandwiches too. You ever get the fat man? We probably shouldn't be naming these. They might be on the list. Yeah, possible. <laughs> no, no, no. That was one of my backups, but I don't oh, think I'm going to need it. The um. The oven roasted turkey sandwich that came out that was like stacked with bacon and all. It's just on like bread. Yep. Like it's a deli sandwich. Uh-huh. Yeah, that one's good too. Wow. And it's like a thousand calories for a half a sandwich. I pay attention with that. Yeah. It's turkey. Who cares? It's fine. It's good for you. <laughs> if the turkey's not dry, if the turkey's not dry, it's so bad for you <laughs> because the turkey dries out yeah. for a reason. <laughs> exactly. So for number three, you kind of went a little, little basic. Which I appreciate because yeah. for my third round pick, I also went basic. Um, I'm, go- I'm going back because you know me. I'm nostalgic. I like to go back to things that I loved as a kid I'm and things tear like. this one apart. You won't okay. because if you don't like this, you're not American. Okay? Because I am going with McDonald's Classic Chicken Nuggets. Oh, my God. This is perfect, though, because my third choice is actually a chicken nugget. But it blows the shit out of yeah yours. well no it doesn't because the mcdonald's chicken nugget is a fucking american staple. there's one there's one compliment i can give you about those yeah. it's the only thing i will eat from mcdonald's same and that's why i picked it even all, their fries suck to me their fries have gone downhill their fries used to be fire when i was a kid they were awesome. yeah they're really good but i don't know what they did they they're just like, soggy like, shit. thinner now they're too. like shitty salted grass clippings now like yeah. it's awful <laughs> they're so awful that's the best way to put it man i can't believe they're like soggy and limp and yeah and they're salty. very and they're very thin yes whatever happened yeah. because they used to be like thicker a little bit yeah. yeah they were always on the thinner side of what you see around now yeah they're definitely shoestring but, yeah. but like but now like it's a shoestring yeah. and you can't yeah. even get those crispy come on yeah that's ridiculous come on ronald you can do it yeah dude you're a clown use that it magic or whatever the fuck's going on there where's where's pump it up <laughs> Tim Curry, where are you? (laughs) What's your number three? So I was honestly already going chicken nuggets with my number three, too. Okay. But they're my favorite chicken nuggets. And since their spicy chicken sandwich has now fallen down the pillar for me. I knew it. It is the Wendy's spicy chicken nuggets. The spicy chicken. Their regular ones are good, but the spicies are great. And as a qualification, I still haven't tried the Burger King. They did like a Reaper, Carolina Reaper nuggets. Not good. They're not good. Not I haven't good. tried them yet. No. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Then definitely the Wendy's spicy chicken nuggets. So I grab an Impossible Whopper from Burger King all the time. When I saw those, those came out, I was like, ooh, that sounds like something I want to try. And I got them, and they just taste like just like spicy nuggets. Like you, want, you want a true fat kid uh, move besides uh, drinking yes. besides drinking dessert stouts before noon on a Thursday? <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> uh, I like the spicy chicken nuggets because I can order them through the drive-thru, put them in my cup holder. Don't need a dipping sauce. Yeah. They're already spicy. Just right in the mouth. Phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Just pop them like candy or pills or whatever whatever you like to pop. I like to pop chicken nuggets. Do you know what my fat dude move is? No. Spicy chicken nuggets. Let's we'll see if I do the same thing. Get though. an order of them. Order spicy chicken nugs. God damn it. And I get the, the when it was out, it was the bourbon pub chicken sandwich. Oh, that was good. Yeah. And I would put the spicy nuggets in the. There you go. And I would. Dude, I'm proud of you, sir. Thank you. Oh, dude, just, and my wife would just watch me eat it. And I'm like, most good. <laughs> my wife did a fat guy hut. Oh yeah, hack the other day that impressed the shit out of me. And uh, 
Not that she's a fat guy, of course. <laughs> she's actually very surprise. She's, Adam, she's, Adam she's, chases bears. <laughs> she's very she's very small compared to me and a, a very petite lady. But uh, I was going to get uh, McDonald's breakfast actually. Yeah, because it was like the only thing I had time to do right before cookie table. And she was like, "Oh, just give me the sausage and cheese muffin." I was yeah. like, "No egg." She's like, "No, no egg." Okay. Went and got her th- her thing, and she said, "Hash browns." I want hash browns. Got it all. So I bring it home. She pulls apart her sandwich, puts the hash brown on the McMuffin, and was eating. I was like, "That's genius." She's like, "Yeah, sometimes their eggs are weird." I was like, "They are weird sometimes." <laughs> That's fucking awesome. I already, but I already ate my hash brown by that point. Yeah. So. If, so if you're telling me if you could go back and redo your vows, like the way that you put your <laughs> hash browns on your I knew you were ride to die at that point. <laughs> oh yeah. God. Oh, my go-to for uh, McDonald's breakfast is that steak, egg, and cheese bagel. It's Dude. Fucking killer. When I know I don't have to go anywhere else, like, because if I eat red meat, I have to make sure for the next, like, so many hours I have nothing else to do because it really destroys me. I have to be very careful. That's right. I forgot you were off red meat. I yeah. am for the most – like, I don't eat a lot of burgers, but yeah, steak bagels. They're so fucking good, and I'll get that. Um, also, too, don't sleep on Sheets. Sheets has – Oh, they have one – Sheets and Gitko both have oh, wonderful breakfast sandwiches. Banging. They have that uh, farmhouse – breakfast sandwich they're, they're not bread. making my list because there's just so much there, customization yeah. there i could we could literally do a top like 10 of the things we like from sheets because you can customize Easy. so much Easy. yeah and i worked there for five years <laughs> i i can i can give you some custom hacks you wouldn't even believe yeah man can I have some of that wall mac and cheese <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad day that was a real bad day so adam i have to give you my fourth round pick and i know we said earlier that desserts wouldn't make it I said probably wouldn't make it. So I am throwing a curveball. Here comes that McDonald's apple pie. I do like those a lot. And I do get those when I can. But I'm going to go with a treat that I loved as a kid and I still love now. I hope you see what I'm thinking. It is the Dairy Queen Blizzard. That's what I was just thinking. With Reese's Pieces. That's that's a strong choice. I don't know yeah. what my favorite it's Blizzard. It's that and Oreo. Ta- I was going to yeah. say Oreo is usually what I want with. Heath Bar was really good, good in yeah. my like i didn't like it as a kid though i liked it at, i'll like it now yeah um very cool yeah, you know man. what sucks what's that in a blizzard m&ms yeah like, i terrible. love m&ms but they get too hard and the chocolate gets like chalky hurts your teeth and it gets real gritty and chalky yeah i don't like of, yeah and also too this the one thing i'll get it's seasonal i'm so hungry right now but whenever they do their the pumpkin pie blizzard because i mean i like pumpkin stuff regardless Ooh, i don't think i've ever gotten that. really good man because they, they use marshmallow fluff in it it's dude it's like a thousand fucking calories for a small but i'll i'll, I'll get a small one because i know i gotta watch myself but that thing is incredible but if i'm like if i'm out with the kid and the kids want ice cream we go to dq i'm definitely getting a blizzard with reese's pieces in it i don't know if i've well i've gotten dilly bars before yeah because you know gotta keep her happy get that <laughs> it's a quick little treat um, but yeah, I think I almost always get a blizzard. Yeah. And then I like to, and it, like, it's the one we go to as a bunch of teenage kids and they like the magic of turning it upside down before they hand it to you. And I've had it fall out one time. What happens then? They just have to redo it. They give you a free one and they give you a coupon. Oh, nice. Yeah. And that's, he came out and he was like, here's your, and he turned, and it was like, he botched the surgery. Like his whole face turned. He's like, Oh my God. Yeah. But then like, 
And he gave me a, and I was like, I don't care. Like you have to clean that up. Then you got to go tell the Dairy Queen, and she might put you before the Dairy Executioner. Yeah, and they put you before the Burger King, and he <laughs> beats the shit out of you. <laughs> Didn't know that one, did you? Illuminati. No one wants to tell you this, but the Dairy Queen's married to the Burger King, and they'll fuck you up. <laughs> they have two jester. <laughs> Wendy, Jack- no Jackson <laughs> McDonald. There's a whole thing on it. I'll have to oh, check. I'll have to check that out, man. So what do you got for your fourth round pick? So I did clarify about discontinued items, and I would be remiss. And I do have a backup if you don't want to let Bi- this is on. Is it the Bigfoot pizza from... Uh... No, 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 I'd be remiss if I didn't have my favorite place to go to as a guilty pleasure, Taco Bell, on the list. I, you already brought yours to yeah. the table. But my favorite thing Taco Bell ever did was the Volcano Burrito. I never. I don't think I ever had that. Oh no! Yeah, I might have to not put it on the list. I've never had that, buddy. So it was their super spicy sauce, which was volcano sauce. Yeah, in a burrito that was just beef, cheese, maybe sour cream, okay. beans. That sounds and really good. It had like hot. It wasn't flaming hot Cheetos, but it was almost like flaming hot Cheetos dust on a Frito chip, like a corn chip. Dude, I've never had it, but I'll fucking yes, allow no. it. It was. <laughs> it was around. When I was a kid, and then it was around, like, right when we graduated high school and going into college, like, most of those college, it was there for a, a good stint the second time it came out. But uh, that, or if you want something more relevant, okay. that is almost equal, just without the spicy. Yeah. The Which some people might think it's discontinued. Fat guy hack, if you order through the app, you can still get it. Nice. From Taco Bell, the quesarito. Oh, yeah. Which is the case, the uh, burrito, but it's wrapped in a quesadilla. Yeah. I'm going to let you go with Volcano. Okay. Because I feel like... It was so... It really introduced me and, like, got spice. my butt prepared for spice. <laughs> it was the hot... It's the hottest thing yeah. talk about ever made. I think it's hotter than their Diablo sauce or whatever the hottest sauce I remember is. the Volcano sauce because whenever I was in high school, we used to do the challenge where you would... Before, like, Instagram, like, oh, this fucking... We would... Uh, take packets of it and go to parties and you would cut the top of it off and you see how many you could shoot until oh yeah actually real fat guy thing yeah if you look right between your feet right now I have a bunch of fire sauce packets (laughs) oh yeah you do (laughs) so not Diablo but I got fire sauce from when I got Taco Bell after cookie table because that's what I do after beer fest you just gonna rip one for old time's sake? Yeah, man. Right, this one's on me. So yeah, I'll go with the volcano if you'll if you'll let that go, or as you put it on the Sal Volcano burrito talk. Oh yeah, yeah. Rip it. I like it. So you want do you want to know my things that didn't make it? Yeah, for sure. A lot of Wendy's actually. Yeah. Uh, Wendy's Baconator, uh, Taco Bell Cheesy Gordita Crunch. Yeah. Uh, Wendy's Spicy Chicken Sandwich, which is inferior compared to the two we put on the list. And then another discontinued item, the Taco Bell Caramel Apple Empanada, which was their dessert for a while. Fire. Which I think was out around the same time as the Volcano. I know there was a crossover where they were both around. They used to have something called the Half Pound Beefy Potato Burrito. Oh, that was so good. Yeah, That's not around anymore. No. Now, Taco Bell went through this thing where they revamped their whole whole menu. I think they just kind of streamlined it to... Yeah. You know, to get the stuff out the door quicker. You know what really sucks? And this is definitely first world problems and also me hipster problems. Is whenever like you see something on the board and on on the very bottom it says you can substitute out 
beef for chicken or plant-based or steak usually yeah so i'll like oh yeah let me get um can i get the because my wife also likes it too so i was like can i get the um the cravings thing is it's like 10 tacos and 10 or five tacos and five yeah and dennis killed one of those down here right so i'm like but can i make the burritos bean burritos infinitely cheaper easier to make i always get told no huh yeah, they all like, we can't substitute. There's nothing on the computer. I'm going to pay you just, the same amount of money. And that's cheaper. Yeah. yeah. And you're going you, to, I'm, I'm tipping you. Just give me what I want. <laughs> like, I'll give you $20 yeah. to do it. I, I had one. Because that's such a good deal. That's like 12 yeah. bucks. Too, it's right? incredible. And I was like, I had one sweet girl at the Taco Bell near my house go like, oh, yeah, we could definitely do that. And then I was like, oh, I can come here and do it. And then the next guy was like, no, we don't do that. <laughs> So we have eight delicious choices here to make our Mount Rushmore to steer people towards something they can get other than the dry-ass turkey that their mother-in-law gives them. So, Adam, I feel like this is the first time we've ever gone through a Mount Rushmore and didn't fully argue with each other. I just hate your Chick-fil-A choice. Really? Yeah, just because of their... Their stance on... (laughs) Yeah. On... He's also... On white cisgender males being number one. (laughs) I do like that they say my pleasure every time you say thank you. But other than that, I fucking hate them. Does it get you hard? <laughs> my pleasure. Depends on who says it. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's some of those college dropouts that tell me, my pleasure, whether, whether it be man or woman, I like that shit. <laughs> but um, I would say that if I look at what Oh, and you're McNutt. Yeah, I actually kind of hate your list. Really? <laughs> now that I'm looking at all four on the screen, yeah. There's no way you hate all four of those. I don't hate all four, but I hate. I well, dislike. You don't like Chick Fil A because they're homophobic. Yeah, McNuggets are just fucking cardboard. No, they're not. They're passable. They're dude. That's the only thing that stayed true. Was the McNugget? Everything else has fallen apart for them. Even their Big Macs taste like shit. That might be true, but that doesn't mean it needs to make the list. Just because it. Is good for McDonald's. All I'm saying is, is that you can take a shit on the McNuggets, but then you're like, oh, oh, you got McNuggets, I go for McNuggets too, and I just put a little bit of cayenne pepper on mine, and now all of a sudden they're oh, more... and they're crunchier, and they are not the crunchier. Better, they are not crunchier. The breading's better. The breading is identifiable compared to mine, for sure. Yes. I have no idea. I could pick a McNugget out of a lineup. Oh of yeah, twenty nuggets. Yeah, because that breading is just like it's odd. Concrete. <laughs> it looks like. <laughs> It looks like a dude's veiny dick. <laughs> just, just the way it's on there. It's not breading. It's like a coating. And it has a vein that always runs through it Am I wrong or am I no, right? No, you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. I was just trying to think of another description that wasn't. Nope. I'm spot on. Well, I've defeated you. <laughs> Demon King. Yep. Demon King. Can you turn? So, let's just say, because I think here, too, I think... My nuggets take out your <laughs> easy. Yeah, Arby, Arby's curly boy fries. No, I think they take each other out. They might eliminate each other. It's not going yeah. over. No, no, no. They, they yeah, they're both. Other. They're both our most yeah. generic choices. Yeah, they're out. I I'm making a vibe for first place here, and I want to say my chicken sandwich with the Pollard's one. Yes. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, number one. I don't know. Okay, spicy nugs. That's fine. Yeah, those are gone. We don't care about you. Just you can't. Wait, so you just threw nugs and my fries out? Yeah, they're terrible. They're trash. They're 
they're god awful. I don't know why you like god them. Damn it. I don't know why you like them. So what are we what what are, you, what are we throwing up there? I think that the Reese's Pieces DQ Blizzard needs to go number one. Number one, yeah, fuck that. Dessert comes last. <laughs> I know, and it's gonna be last on the list if it makes it. I would. I mean, I de- I think it definitely comes down to the chicken sandwiches. I yeah, think I do. Head to head chicken sandwiches, and I want to say that I think that they each have the same amount of spice. They do. Yeah, one of them has a pool boy. That's right, which is what makes it more ferocious. I think that the Chick Fil A, all the hate makes it. Yeah, the Chick Fil A sandwich comes with the power of Christ. Fuck. What? I I disagree, but go ahead. Chick Fil A comes with the power of Christ. Sure does. And that's why I believe. Is that important to you as a Jewish man? Yep. And then, (laughs) so I'm going to elevate it, and I'm going to say that the spicy chicken sandwich from Chick Fil A has to be number one. Yep. If if I didn't say the spicy chicken sandwich from Popeyes, yeah, you're right. Not only that, because you can get red beans and rice with your spicy chicken. Popeyes. You win. Yeah, you win. Fuck you, fucking crap. Better sides of Popeyes. Re- oh, I don't want to go there, but better sides of Popeyes. You did. Well, you had to. You want waffle fries? Usually, they don't put no salt on them. Fuck that. That's true. Why is that? I, don't know. I do not know. I don't know why they. Like, Everybody you're... goes nuts for waffle fries, and I do like the shape and how it grips my dipping sauce. But yeah, the, God, the, I'm so hungry right now. Grip... I just said grips the dipping sauce, and I like oh. like shivered a little bit. <laughs> saw it it's like down your spine a little bit like a little piss shiver down my spine well then can i pitch the gordita for number two i'll give you the gordita for number two because my taco bell is no longer around is not around yeah and i I want taco taco bell needs a place on the list and i I believe gordita is not uh gordita is probably the most popular thing they've put out in like the last Two decades. I think that was right around 2000 they started the Gordita Yeah, show. and it survived all the cuts. And Cheesy Gordita Crunch was my number. Oh, my sec- The second yeah. thing I was going to put up from Taco Bell. So. I really do enjoy the Cheesy Gordita Crunch. That's so Gordita kind of encompasses that. Yeah, so. I could agree with the that. The only shitty thing about the Gordita Crunch is if I if the place lets me, like yeah. you said, Taco Bell, very finicky. Uh, I don't like the ranch sauce they put on it. I like the... You don't like the ranch? Yeah, I usually just get it either without sauce or just... Put something else on it. I'm a fan the of the Chipotle ranch. Sauce I'm a something. fan of the ranch. Oh, that Chipotle sauce is really good. Yeah. This a side note. Have you ever had the the smoky Chipotle sauce from? Um, oh God, uh, I forgot the hot sauce brand. Damn it, Frank's. No, it's always at um, Chipotle. What the hell do they have over there? Oh damn it! I know what you're talking about. Too. Yeah, it's delicious. I love it on eggs. It's a like wooden a, cap. Yep. It's a it's a smoky uh, Chipotle sauce. Oh, fuck. I buy it at my get-go, or I, not get-go, but Giant Eagle, all the time. Yeah, their smoky chipotle is good. It's delicious. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out here. Adam's Googling. So, while he's Googling, he's distracted. I'm going to hurry up and sneak in McDonald's chicken nuggets, number three. Bullshit. <laughs> I would say Wendy's spicy chicken, number three. I could go with uh, definitely the spicy chicken nuggets for number three. I don't think that's a far-fetched idea. Because you don't need sauce. You know yeah. you need sauce. You don't need sauce on the McDonald's ones, but it you, do. Yeah. you do. You do. Can I say this though? If we were pairing it with sauce, Cholula is what we were thinking. Cholula, about. thank you very much. Cholula's Chipotle sauce is so fucking good, and their regular their regular hot sauce is my oh, favorite really thing on eggs. Yeah, it's yeah. just got a little bit of sweetness yep. over the other hot mm-hmm. sauces. Uh, Cholula original on eggs, yeah, phenomenal. Got a little bit of that bell pepper, that bell pepper sweetness that yeah. comes in there. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, yeah, but I'll, I'll give you spicy chicken nuggets on there. Um, but I would say, I'll say this though if you let me say because then spice chicken nuggets doesn't need any sauce if I brought McDonald's McNuggets 
with their original honey barbecue sauce, we'd have a fight. We would yeah, have a fight. they don't even have that. They anymore. don't have it anymore. Yeah. But no, I'll, I'll give you spicy chicken nugs. And then Arby's curly fries and we're good. Yeah, not happening. So, um, like you said, there has to be dessert at the end, and I'm pitching the blizzard from DQ. Because not only can you get that. I'll give it to you if we make it non ingredient specific. So just a blizzard. A blizzard with whatever you want in it. Except M and M's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I, I'll allow it. All right. Blizzard. Because I think Reese Pieces is getting it too specific. Because no. like you get Reese Cups too, and that's phenomenal. There's so many, there's so many things you can get in there that are great. And yeah, I do think we need a little bit of dessert. Just a touch. And the caramel apple empanada is not around anymore. No. And McDonald's apple pie pales in comparison. It does. I swear to God, man, if that empanada was still around, it would just be like, number one, empanada, number two, empanada. There was so much caramel so, flavor in that thing. Oh. I so I burned my mouth on that food item more than any other yeah, food item well, in my life. I back-to-backed it because my sister and I used to go to Taco Bell in our college days, and we I would get the empanada, and I would get Choco Taco, and I would go, too hot, ooh, eat the taco. Ooh, too hot, eat the taco. <laughs> you got no actual food. It was just sweet. Desserts. So the boys bring you the Mount Rushmore of fast food eateries. I'm so – I'm going to keep saying it. I'm so hungry. Yeah, Shit. I'm feeling it. So number one, we're going to have the spiced chicken sandwich from Popeye's. And then we're going to have number two coming at the Gordita from Taco Bell. Number three, the spicy chicken nugs from Wendy's. And number four, bringing up for some dessert. It's a blizzard from Dairy Queen with no fucking M&Ms. No M&Ms. If you have M&Ms in it, fuck your mother. I do want to propose a future challenge maybe though. Or okay. just do favorite fast food sandwiches in the future. Keep it out of the items. I mean these oh, chicken sandwiches here might show up again. Yeah, of sure. You know, way in the future. Once this is mm-hmm. – Dead and buried. Yeah, for sure. No, that's that's a that's a good one because I have some bangers in my list that I they're my go to. We still got to do which none of them made my list. We still got to do like pizza joints at some point. Oh, dude. Yeah, for sure. So we're moving on to listener questions, comments, and whatevs. And I'm going to let you know, Adam. We had questions and comments and everything, but I follow a very weird Twitter feed, and he asks questions that are pretty polarizing so instead of hitting up our normal questions and everything i want to take a shot at some of these weird ass things i've been reading yeah i have a you're gonna have to explain the first one to me i'm right too dumb to even understand it can you separate the message from the messenger so so how i took this yeah. before i seem like a super idiot is the saying don't kill the messenger mm, kind of can you separate what the message was from who delivered it but that's not what it is in a sense, yes. Okay. So I go to Chris D'Elia is the first person I think about, like his his personal thing going on in his comedy act. Can you watch his comedy and forget about oh, his personal? Not not in his circumstance, not in his situation. No, that's a tough one. <laughs> yeah. Can I ever do that though? Can, yeah. Can you ever separate the like? So here in Pittsburgh, that's we, a really good question. Yeah, it's we, just phrased oddly. It is. But here in Pittsburgh, if you look at it, we have separated the message from the messenger a ton of times, most notably Ben Roethlisberger. killed football for me. Yeah, Yeah. it was tough, man. Um, So, I mean, I think it depends on what – It's all case by case, but if that messenger is bad enough, I can't separate it. I can't separate it, yeah. And it's kind of hard, too, because I don't think there's a hard and fast answer. He literally killed the Steelers for me. Yeah, that was tough, man. Stuff. And not only did he do that, but then he—I mean, of course, allegedly—because they never brought him to charges. Yeah, because he's rich. Yeah, 
No, yeah, definitely. Um, but then he like turned right around, instead of being humble, he like was pissing in public at a golf outing, like right after. Well, and then he went right from that to Jesus is my savior and married the next chick. He yeah, point to the sky. Yeah, she's a nurse. Like look at oh, first yeah. response. Yeah, trash. Um, yeah, I think if we can separate the message from the messenger, it has to be a case by case basis. Um, I don't know. I, I always do like to wait until I hear everything that's going on. When there's always a possible redemption story, which fixes it. I, it's, um, I can't think of an example where I have separated it. I'm sure there is one where somebody like went and redeemed themselves and yeah, Ric Flair. Not yet. <laughs> He's working on it. He's trying. Uh, he's not very humble about it. No, he's not. Mm -mm. No, I think, um, yeah, I was just, I just, my mind just dove into wrestling right when you said that. Yeah. Well, there are so many wrestlers that, especially when that, um, you know what? There is one. Yeah. There is one in wrestling. Yeah. Macho man. Yeah. Yeah. I could agree with that for sure. There's also not one in wrestling. Hulk Hogan. (laughs) Yeah. Never. I will never. I mean, Macho was very, um, controlling and stalkerish over Elizabeth yeah. uh, from what came out. Um, and that's all really creepy, but I'll, I'll still, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll still, that might be the only one. And I mean, that's a domestic problem behind the scenes, which doesn't make it right, but it wasn't it. And the problem with that situation is all of that came out after they both passed away. So yeah. it's really tough for either side to defend themselves. So I don't, like speculating on it um but that might be one like and i'm not gonna say he's ever a great person but i yeah. think his wrestling matches are great like they are they're classic right uh also too if you can go into that uh fucking razor ramon it's, how how do you not separate his personal life from what he did that ladder match in 92 was a classic yeah but he was already so deep into drugs and alcohol and he killed a man and he Way killed, back in the yeah, day. and he yeah. killed a man. And we were all like, "No, man!" When he wrestled Shawn Michaels, it was so fucking cool. Yeah. He was, well, he was one of my favorite. After he already killed somebody, yep. he was one of my favorite wrestlers. I didn't know that happened. And then you loved him even more because he killed a guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was in the, the allegedly self defense, but uh, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any other ones where I mean, there's so many people that have been ruined for me. Yeah, man, of it's tough. Off the field, off the stage, off the out of the ring antics. Um, just point, just point your finger at metal music for a hard second, and you can see a ton of people. Oh, fucking as I lay dying, lead singer uh, Tim Lambus. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Like, can you separate still, that? If it, if their songs pop up on Pandora, I'll listen to. Them. I don't search it. Search out. it. Out, yeah. That's a very weird one. Definitely don't support him. No. Definitely question the band for letting him back, back in. in? Like, yeah. Yeah, that's a weird one. Well, did he go get mental health help? Like, was there something going on? I don't like, give a fuck. Steroids. I don't give a fuck. Okay. I don't care. You hired a hitman to kill your wife. That's fucked up. Just because you wanted to see your kids more. I don't. Yeah. Like, eh, yeah. It's not the solution. So, Adam, how do you define intelligence? Another very... Very vague, but very specific at the same time question. Like, how do you define intelligence? I I mean, I would say it's just, if we're going with me going off of Webster's, it'd be like a high IQ. Like, whoever has the higher IQ is the more intelligent. Yeah. But on a personal level, I like people that kind of had have, like, world experiences yeah. as intelligent. Like, I wouldn't even consider myself intelligent because I haven't seen the world. I don't... 
Um, you know, I don't have that many experiences outside of my bubble of shit. I don't think I'm a dummy, but I wouldn't think I'm a genius or any. So I would say it's somebody that's just well-traveled, has a lot of uh, world experiences and can communicate that clearly. And interestingly, if you're an interesting, uh, just knowledgeable person about life, I find that to be more intelligent than you knowing every equation in physics or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd agree with that too. Like, like I, I, I appreciate street smarts and just life smarts yeah. over book smart. I think intelligence and fascination kind of go hand in hand with me whenever I'm listening to someone talk about like oh yeah that one time I was in like like Dubai like and they and they're not like in the palaces of Dubai but, like they're in the slum side streets of Dubai and they were like talking to people and helping them out and like giving them water and everything that to me that like you put yourself in a position where you can go do those things and now you are fascinating me fascinating me because you were so intelligent to put yourself in a position to go do those things here's so, a here's a really good like baseline example like i'm not saying just because you know rocket science yeah that you're smart i mean you're smart i'm not saying you're intelligent but if you know rocket science and you can communicate it to a group of people who are not rocket scientists who are not rocket scientists and are not going into rocket science and make it interesting and make them feel like they learned something, oh, yeah. then you're intelligent. Yes. If you're just a rocket scientist and you keep to yourself and you don't know how to communicate your knowledge to somebody else, I don't, I think you're smart. I don't think you're intelligent. Accuracy. I like that a lot. Yeah. I think intelligence is the ability to bring others up. If you don't have social skills and you don't have life experience, I don't think you can be well-rounded enough to be yeah. called intelligent. You can and be- I'm not calling myself any of these things because I'm, Oh, likewise. Yeah, there's... I don't even think about it. No. <laughs> but but that's a, that is a very, like, good question that just makes you makes think. think about it, yeah. yeah. So the last question here, which actually I had to think about a long time. Would you rather debate people who are dumber, so you'll likely win, but you'll never learn, or debate with people that are much smarter than you, you'll likely lose a ton, but you'll always learn something? Which one would you rather do? Well, I debate a person that's dumber than me every week on this podcast, so that's kind of getting old. What are you talking um, about, man? <laughs> I have won a fair share amount of times here, buddy. Ugh, it just gets so are you- haunting to just argue with somebody dumber than me every week. It's fun yeah. that you say that because when I start debating you, the algorithm. How did you get a master's How did you get a master's degree? The algorithm. They just put it on like a super long Pops. schedule so you could just like really take your time. Huh? Were semesters like nine months long? No, no. Pretty get your master's. Anyway. So wait a minute. Didn't you it took you what? Aside from this three dumb, dumb, years to get took a semester off. Took three years for you to get your. Took a semester off, and I was getting part time. Three years, two and a half, two and a half. I thought it took it took me eighteen months. I'm just saying. No, well, yeah, they put you in the sped program. Cool. Um, mm, how classist of you! I had to fight to get mine paid for. Fight for it. I didn't. Poor. I didn't. <laughs> Obama was like, "Your dad paid for yours." No, <laughs> oh, President Obama <laughs> paid for mine. Yeah, Daddy did pay for it. Fucking Obama paid for that shit. Anyway. Yeah, so if you're fighting me every time. Yeah, because I just won again. Um, you didn't win. Yeah, yeah it's so easy. Uh, I just win every time. We, dude, you I didn't just win fucking every time. win. And you know what? Split. It doesn't even take me any brain power to do it. 
are you talking about? You literally clap your hands, drag your knuckles, and go, spicy things are cool. And then I, I have to agree with you. Otherwise, you go all mongoloid, and you start throwing things around. Yeah, and you can't handle it because you're too dumb to handle it. I'm too intelligent to diffuse your brute stupidity. No, spicy nuggets good. I'm not even thinking. Non-spicy nuggets bad. bad. That's what you do. You run around, and you just, like, freak the fuck out. You throw shit. Just... Okay. McDonald's good. Religion good. <laughs> Everything America, wave the flag. Yeah, get the hell out of here, Toby Keith. You. <laughs> anyway, I I do appreciate uh, having a educational, educated, smart debate with somebody smarter than me. Oh yeah, than just tossing names around with some dumb dumb on a podcast. Dumb mumbles over there. I like to talk to people. I have heartburn. Shut up. I mainlined fire sauce. I'm doing all right. Come on. But yeah, I would say somebody smarter than me because you do yeah. learn from that. I, I, Which I'm sure I'm giving you a really nice free education over our it is nice. 39 episodes or 38 episodes now. Uh, actually, it's 40 if you count. I don't count the speakeasy sessions. You don't? Okay. Yeah, those are their own thing and they were awesome. Yeah, you don't count because you don't know how to do math. So I would rather um, debate with someone who is smarter than me, of course, because um, I want to. I always want to learn. And I don't mind losing. Um, losing is not a big problem. For That's me. good because you lose a lot. My my new boss Ben says that I'm a winner, and <laughs> it's good. it's worked he out also well. Doesn't pay you, you <laughs> dummy. <laughs> <laughs> he said the checks in the mail. But I'd rather debate with someone who's smarter, because I feel like if you're debating people who are dumb, you're kind of like ego tripping a little bit, right? Like you're bolstering yourself up, but like it's it's Socratic, like. You're claiming that you know everything, but you don't know enough of everything to know everything, if that makes sense. Um, well, I'm glad I can provide you the platform to debate with somebody smarter than you every week. Do you just, like, fill your head full of fucking hot air before we get on this podcast? Better than getting filled with sprees. You go back and you talk shit about sprees. And I like that because they're... The uneducated and impoverished... This is where it comes from. Speaking this of, speaking Matt, of the uneducated and impoverished. Say that word again. Impoverished. I got it that time. <laughs> they say that people who stutter have mental lapses. Yeah, it's a serial killer gene in me. It it's is. Yeah. Black coffee, low heart rate, stuttering. Like to set stuff on fire. <laughs> Still have not. I don't kill, you kill any animals. animals no. no, no, you're and very. I, I'm not a bedwetter. Nope. <laughs> One time. I pee in really odd places sometimes. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Is that, if that was a serial killer trait, you would definitely be killing people. I had a friend who peed on a Sega Genesis. Wasn't you. It was not me. Nope. Because you had more respect for it than that. I had a friend that peed on a bush by the Washington Monument. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been charged federally. Yeah, I, <laughs> secret time, that was me. <laughs> What's the statute of limitation on that? <laughs> Uh, I did that in 2008. Yeah, it was way long ago. <laughs> definitely wasn't last year when I visited. No, it was not. <laughs> it definitely wasn't. It was the Halloween I dressed like a cowboy. I can figure it out. <laughs> you pulled it out of your chaps and you pissed on a bush. So, Adam, speaking of pissing on a bush, what's on tap and where can you find us? I'll tell you what, Matt. We got a lot of stuff that's better than piss. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Uh, Confident. Right now we have... <laughs> 
<laughs> right now we have the Shat Faced uh, Pumpkin Roll Imperial Stout coming in at 8.1%. Uh, we have the Dark Roots uh, Oatmeal Stout coming in at 6%. And we have the Darling Out My Nightmare Dressed as a Daydream Lemon Dream Cake Ale coming in at 6.1%. And we have more stuff, more stouts coming down the line. Probably a nice seasonal IPA coming here in a couple, yeah. about a month. It is stout season. And as far as where you can find us, just here in the Jojitorium. Uh, so hit us up on the DMs if you want to try anything, come by and try anything, or want some bottles to pick up and go. Um, can't promise how much will be left by Sunday because we're having some folks over on Saturday, but if there's anything left, I can get it to you. And if you want to find out where those DMs are, do just follow Adam at Bash underscore Bruin, all social media, and don't forget to follow him on Untapped. And if you want to find out what's going on with the boys down here in the Jojitorium, just follow us at DecayNWTB on all social media. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget that we drop our listener polls on Tuesdays, and we have our new episodes dropping on Sundays. So you can follow us and participate, rate, review, subscribe, and share. So from where we are in the Jojitorium to wherever you guys are listening to this, until next time, cheers. New, yeah, nick, new nickname, The Bridge. The Bridge. Adam, The Bridge Bash Line. It just sounds like I'm the girl getting spit roast. Uh-huh. <laughs> totally. Are we, are we recording? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>